0: On this episode of the podcast, I have with me Jordan Adler. He is the head of product engineering at OneSignal. We're going to be talking about all things OKR. Jordan's going to walk us through how he helps set up his team and how he measures them, how he establishes the OKRs from a team perspective, company perspective, personal perspective. Jordan, I'm excited to have you on the podcast. Uh, me too. Longtime listener.
1: There you go. Thank you.
0: Um, I guess to start, start off, could you tell us what OneSignal does and then what are some of your
1: responsibilities there? Absolutely. Uh, OneSignal is a customer engagement platform and that really focuses on building uh, messaging tools that enable lifecycle marketing. So we really help, particularly mobile apps, but all kinds of mobile and web uh, applications for all kinds of companies create push notifications, email, SMS, in-app messaging engagements that collectively drive retention, revenue, re-engagement, resurrection, and uh, other other major kinds of life cycle marketing metrics.
0: Awesome. Awesome.
1: And then your responsibilities there, What, what do you have to do there? Yeah, so I look after our product engineering team. This is a, a chunk of our engineering department. Uh, and we have about five or six teams in product engineering that are all operating uh, independently with their own OKRs. Awesome. And we're, we're going to be talking about
0: OKRs. And um, I think you're a great person to do that and help us walk through how um, it works uh, for your team and at what signal. Uh I guess at the top level, I mean, I'm sure most people are going to know um or have heard of okrs but let's not assume anything i know people have heard of kpis we're talking about metrics maybe let's start some definitions of you know what an okr is and then you know how's that how's that different from a kpi and give us a little context before we dive in
1: yeah you know kpis and and okrs are both based off of metrics uh, as a general concept and and metrics are really anything that you can measure uh, as, a, as a way of better understanding something. And in particular, business metrics measure business outcomes and, and key performance indicators are those business metrics that really give us an idea of business performance at a particular state in time. OKRs, on the other hand, those are directional goals. So those are set as objectives, which include key results. So an objective might be... To be the market leader in a particular space, and key results might be a certain amount of reviews or rank on a review board somewhere. You might have some some KR's around market share. You might have some KR's around product completeness. Um, you might have some KR's around you know pricing within the market. All of that might feed into that broader objective. And some of those KR's might be measured or, or, or structured as changes to KPIs, right? So it's often very very common that you'll sit a KR to say, hey, improve CSAT by 5% right this quarter. And we're not going to necessarily try and figure out right away how we're going to do that. We'll set up an initiative, and, and that initiative might have some level of understanding already established at the time we set the OKR. It's really, really important to make sure that you're setting something that's achievable. But uh, at the end of the day, OKRs, along with initiatives, put together a complete picture on what's going to change, how we're going to change it, and how we're going to know that we changed it in line with the goals that we originally set. Awesome. I think that's a great uh, overview.
0: And, and I guess as you're looking at... Anytime we set goals for anyone, we need to give them some something to target, right? They got to have some numbers. They have to have some kind of measure they're trying to achieve. And obviously, you know, we always want people to stretch a little bit past what they can do. And that's always a goal. How do you kind of approach when you're looking at OKRs and and setting goals? How do you kind of view those kind of thresholds?
1: Yeah, I think that there are different strategies and different approaches. And it's really a matter of company culture, in my opinion, because you can either set your goal for 130% of what you think is actually achievable, right? And then you aim for 100%. So you, so you set an initiative that will get you to 100% of your goal, but you'd consider 70% good, right? That's that's kind of what Google does, right? They 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 aim, they set a stretch goal. So they aim a little further than they think they can, about 30%. And if they they only get to 0.7 right 70% complete in in based off of their calculation they would consider that good you can also do setting a you know a target a stretch goal for 100% right aim for a little bit past that and consider 100% good um, that would be another way to achieve that so this what this would look like is if you essentially you know thought you could only achieve a you know 5% csat change in in a quarter period you might instead say seven percent right that would be the google way you say seven percent change and if you only get to five percent well that's okay Uh, or you could say we're going to set for five percent but we're going to set create an initiative that will get us to seven percent and if we fail in that initiative then that you know and we only make it to five percent then we we still have completed our goal so you know, it's almost a cultural consideration in the sense of, do you want to have your initiatives aim past your goals, A, or not, right? And if not, then then the Google approach works better. And do you want people to measure something at not quite 100% and think that that's good, right? Like, how do you, where do you define good? And And I think that those are, you know matter of opinion. I don't think there's an obvious answer there, but it is important that there be a connection between, you know, the the how the OKRs are set, how they're scored, and how the initiatives are structured to ensure that you create room and the incentives for stretch goals to happen, right? For for people to to move past uh, and not simply be satisfied when when they achieve something to look for look for those 10x solutions that not just hit your goal for the quarter but really empower much greater change. I
0: guess when you're when you're looking at goals obviously you know the the, the level at which a goal uh, is established right i'm assuming we're going to have you mentioned you know company goal team goal personal goals and, and and obviously everyone has to balance the initiatives and and make sure they're flowing in the right direction how, how do you approach you know helping make sure everything lines up to strategy.
1: You're 100% right. I think that that's really important to make sure that there's alignment. And, and a good OKR structure has, starts with strategy and cascades from company-level goals down into the team-level goals and into the personal goals. And so there's the clear relationship between all of this. And you really, really have to start with strategy. Business strategy, which incorporates staffing and hiring strategy, which product strategy, pricing strategy, a sales and marketing strategy. All of these things have to exist, live in harmony with one another, be something where people can understand how the company wants them to go about setting goals, right? And then collectively at the leadership level, you can start to set company goals. Um, Usually on an annual or sometimes more uh, longer term horizon, two or five year, sometimes there's levels of company goals. uh, And and a lot of that will depend on how mature you are as a company uh, in terms of staff and and how many years of operation, just to to be able to have the right signals to aim going forward that far in advance. And then team goals or or even departmental goals above them, right? which, which are usually set quarterly and you can score them. Um, kind of every other week, or maybe once a month, uh, as a as a way to make sure that you're on track with those company goals, which are high, you know, longer term, which again is to help you understand if you're uh, on, you know, operating tactically in line with the business strategy. And then the personal goals really are are a mix of different things, so they feed. They feed from those team goals, yes, absolutely, and, and it is important that the personal goals include within them impact on the team's objectives because you know part of what those OKRs is, is a kind of a living contract between the company and, and the employee, such that there's a, a shared understanding of what it means to be, quote-unquote, doing a good job or, quote-unquote, on the right track. And so we we usually set out personal OKRs, personal goals on a quarterly basis, scoring them once a week or once every other week, depending on, you know, the, the specifics of the project or the or the team or or, or the person, you know, the, the different levels of cadence can help.
0: When you're looking at, you know, sitting down, and I guess maybe personal goals is an interesting one because it seems like it could have a lot of variety uh, and variations in it. When you're when you're actually working with somebody on your team to make sure they're appropriate, right? They, they fit the objectives. They obviously need to be personal to that person. Um, what, kind of, what does that process look like for you?
1: Well, usually we start by, on a quarterly basis, establishing team goals. And, and that's really where we begin. And that and those team goals take into account the capacity of the team, like the projected capacity of the team, And other factors. And and they look at team health and improving team health, and they look at team outcome, right? Not outputs, right? We don't want to see produce this many reports or produce that many PRs or something like that from, from like a team level. That's not interesting. What's interesting is specific business objectives changing. On the personal side, we usually do that immediately after team goal setting to kind of do quarterly personal OKRs. And quarterly personal OKRs. Um, take into account those team level OKRs and usually slice differently, right? So the team level OKRs talk about business outcomes. The personal OKRs will include impact on team goals and they might sometimes be structured as producing a certain amount of volume or or quantity or quality of, of work, right? In some way, whether that's PRDs, for the product managers whether that's designs mock-ups for uh, or research for for the design team or whether that's prs uh produced or changes made or, or operational enhancements to specific systems on the engineering side and so that that'll that that kind of impact on team okrs is a part of what feeds into that another part of what feeds into it is uh, you know those those quarterly okrs have impact and team goals but also personal career development goals and so we do twice a year performance reviews uh, and once a year career planning so we we set up a career plan at one signal with each of our each of the folks in engineering and we work with them to essentially, talk and, and just be a career coach and and try and understand where they want to go in in their career and field. And some people that means advancing and developing skills in a particular domain or, or moving from more mobile focus to more full stack. And for some people that means Getting experience with different kinds of roles inside of the company, so that they can go start their own company, right? We really want people to be successful and empower them, and and we want to have amazing people on our team, who who many of whom will go on to do great things. And so we we set up a career planning process in, in part to facilitate that and make sure that we're we're making the most use uh, of our talent, and also our talent is making the most use of us. And that career development plan, we usually set up, you know, once per person and then check in annually. And that annual check-in will result in objectives. Uh, And those in tandem with the objectives that come out of the performance reviews twice a year will also feed into career development goals on the quarterly level for the personal OKRs. And so personal OKRs are a mix of those career development, personal improvement kind of goals, as well as impact on team goals. And we also ask people to add some work-life balance in there, right? Because if we want this to be a to-do list for you for the quarter that you can kind of keep track of and tally as you go along, I don't want to end up in a situation where you're overly focused on this and not living a, a healthy life, right? If you don't have a healthy mind, if you don't have a healthy body, you're not going to be effective in, in, in achieving peak performance at work. And so I think it's really important at the very least people set up you know take off a certain number of days um, each quarter. But some people also choose to set uh, personal health goals around diet, exercise, or sleep, stretching, yoga, meditation, uh, or side projects and, and skills that you want to develop, that could be another good place to track that. And, and by having that snapshot in one place, you can kind of keep Keep your time management in a in a much more um, self driven way, and taking into account all sorts of different factors that don't overemphasize specific company objectives at the expense of the individual uh, performance.
0: So so far we've been talking about you know how the employee is affected by the OKRs, a team, company, personal level, kind of what goes into them. I guess the flip side is is the managers, right? And the managers, you know, have to keep track of this, you know, prepare, you know, be effective in helping be that guide, you know, through this process for for their employees. And kind of walk us through some of those different aspects that, that you have to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, first of all, I'll say, you know, every management style has a time and a place. That there are approaches to management that work well in a military, for example, or a factory, or um, you know, a customer service kind of situation, where people are best served running from a script, and so there's little deviation in the work; it's fairly simple. Or in a military setting, you have to have a strong distance between officers and and, uh, and staff, and so often the approach is is very direct. Uh, and an imperative. In, in our line of work, we, we manage essentially people that manage products and software systems. And they, in a way, are, are like the managers of old. They operate in a highly complicated environment. They are taking in new signals constantly, have to evaluate them, integrate them into business objectives, and have a strong understanding of how to uh, structure their own work according to that. And so, you know what, what we would call micromanagement in our field, right? Being being direct, being imperative, um, being specific, you know, being frequently present is good in certain situations, in certain uh, organizations. But when it comes to knowledge workers it prevents them from achieving their full uh, impact because it essentially externalizes their locus of control. It gives them the, you know, in other words, it gives them the idea that the person in charge is not me, which is not true, right? We We need them to be the person in charge. Um, because it, it simply doesn't scale well. When you have to integrate very deeply in the day-to-day or even week-to-week or month-to-month with, with folks in the team, you're not going to be able to be successful in producing your outcomes as oversight, as, as a kind of uh, director uh, or manager of, of a, a, a team. The, the challenge that we face is that there are a mix of different ways that we need to adapt to each situation. But at the end of the day, the goal is really to internalize people's locus of control, to empower them, to encourage them to take intelligent risks, to give them a clear and legible understanding of what their expectations are. And so OKRs serve as a kind of a living contract, almost like a contract between the company and employee, And each party can use that as a reference point to understand if they're doing well. And they serve as as guide rails. And those guide rails help promote empowerment and they drive better outcomes. Because from the manager side, you're not going to be able to scale yourself or even be successful if you try to dig into one team and understand what they're doing and, and provide direct direction. Because you're not going to have all the signals they have. You're not going to have all the inputs they have. You don't know everything that they know. They need to be the ones to develop that out. They need to gather those signals, put them in their brain, and drive business outcomes based off some shared understanding of what those business outcomes are. And so this is... OKRs are kind of a continuation of a broader approach to management that really began in the 50s with Management by Objective, uh, Peter Drucker kind of outlined in, in his book, practice of management that was further expanded upon by George Doran in, in 1981, uh, when he developed smart as a kind of mental model for setting good objectives, specific, measurable, actionable, I forget what the R is. The T is timely. Andy Grove developed MBO into the OKR system over at Intel, uh, and, and talked about it quite a bit in his books. Uh, John Doerr was an employee uh, over at Intel and later joined KPCB, where he influenced Google. He wrote a book called Measure What Matters, where he talks about his experience with OKRs and and is a common and very effective read, in my opinion. And then Google's been using OKRs since uh, 1999 or so. Um, I had a chance to work with OKRs when I was at Google. Uh, Pinterest was founded by ex-Googlers. I worked there as well. And they, they used OKRs a slightly different approach. Uh, And now we use OKRs here at OneSignal. They are a really really critical management tool. They are important to set company objectives and drive business outcomes. They are important to set team goals and, and drive coordination and alignment on teams and also between teams. Really, really important. And also on a personal level, which really can, can serve almost in a different way as a kind of an enabling an approach to management that's optimized for knowledge workers and doesn't involve the kind of direct uh, day-to-day interaction that you would need in other kinds of situations, but actually serves to the detriment of the outcome of business objectives in a knowledge-working organization.
0: Yeah, Jordan, I was going to say... I. Uh... I'm glad we covered OKRs because I think uh, you have a great background. You've got you know years of experience under different orgs, and and now kind of running your own uh, team there. in, in terms of uh, you know implementing OKRs, and I, I, this is great. I appreciate it very much. Kind of walking us through all the all the details of it.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. It's very top of mind for me now. I'm having the chance to to work with a number of folks inside of OneSignal for the first time to set personal OKRs, and uh, we're we're rapidly growing. We are we are a, a rocket ship startup, uh, and I would definitely encourage folks who are interested to check us out. Absolutely,
0: yeah, we'll have to have you come back uh, a little bit down the road and see how uh, how the OKRs have worked, what you learned, how things have kind of adjusted. So that'd be great. Um, but definitely appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, that's it for this episode. I'll be back again, different guests, different topic. Until then, uh, two things. One, share the episode with somebody um, that might benefit from it. That's how we've seen the podcast grow and I appreciate everyone that does. And also, you know, like, subscribe, comment, leave a review wherever you are listening to this uh, podcast or video episode. I appreciate that very much. Until next time, thank you and goodbye.